A survivor of the Fakari White Island eruption has told the court she wanted to hold her husband's hand so she could die next to him. Graphic and emotional descriptions of the eruption on December 9, 2019, the day that changed their lives, have been recounted on day two of the criminal trial. A warning, aspects of this story are distressing. Emma Stanford reports from the Auckland District Court. I remember an Asian lady pointed up by the crater and she says, oh my gosh, look, you know, and I remember my heart just sank and so many people were taking pictures. I, I just freaked out. I just ran for my life. Lauren and Matthew Yuri were in New Zealand on their honeymoon. They had booked their tour to Fakari months in advance, excited about their 12-day cruise with Royal Caribbean. The pair from the United States were in court today as WorkSafe's first witnesses in the Fakari White Island trial. And I remember a wave of very hot black, just total blackness coming over us. And I don't know whether it was steam or hot ash, but it was all over us. The eruption itself, when we were taking cover, it felt like hours. Matthew says they were told Fakari was at volcanic alert level 2 as they travelled to the island by boat. GNS describes level 2 as moderate to heightened volcanic unrest. I had no idea what a level 2 meant. In my mind, absolute worst case, I was assuming an eruption was at a level 5, if not 10. I never in my wildest dreams would have gone on that island had I known an eruption was level 3. We were on our honeymoon. We were just looking to relax. We weren't looking for thrills. GNS says alert level 3 involves a minor volcanic eruption. I didn't think of it as an eruption. It's imminent. I thought, oh, so there must just be more steam venting than usual or something like that. I certainly didn't interpret it as, oh, it's going to... There was a risk of eruption. That was not how I interpreted it. Lauren says she was very worried about going to the island, but when she was told a beacon would go off 10 minutes before an eruption, she felt reassured. That warning never came. My body was literally felt like it was just sizzling. And and I just said to him, I said, I love you so much. And I said, I'm, I'm going to die today. And I said, I love you. I love you. And But I also wanted to hold his hand because I was positive we were going to die. And I, if we were going to die, I wanted to be next to him. Lauren suffered burns to 23% of her body. More than half of Matthews was burnt. I remember feeling my flesh burning and yelling out at one point that just in pain. And then after that, um, I checked as soon as the cloud cleared to make sure my wife was okay. I stood back up and grabbed her. And we started again. We couldn't run anymore because the ash was so thick. Fakadi Management Limited and its three directors are accused of health and safety failings in the lead-up to the eruption. Booking agents ID Tours and Tauranga Tourism Services, who provided tickets to Royal Caribbean passengers, are also charged. The Uris say they were not told of what to do in the event of an eruption or how to evacuate the island in an emergency. Matthew says there was no requirement to wear protective clothing or even long sleeves and pants. The most severe burns I have are all from the midway down my upper arm and midway down my thigh, the exact outline of my clothing. I, I'm not an expert, but in my opinion, had I been wearing long sleeves and long pants, 
the vast majority of my burns would have been far less severe. Lauren told the judge she has had one surgery a month for the last three years. ID Tours lawyer David Neutzer questioned Matthew and Lauren Urey on what they were told in the cruise line's brochure about the activity. The trial continues. 